We want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. It's a good week. Nate, can you tell me what this week is? This week? This week? This week we have Wildcat football. We have it's game week, baby. It's game week. Get excited. I'm ready. We got a we got a big one for you. We do. Oklahoma at Norman. It's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge. But I I I have faith. Thank you all for tuning in here on Wildcat 919. I'm your host, Colin Settle. Joining me once again to give some just eloquent insight here, Nate Gray. Nate, how, how are you feeling? Just just after last week, you know, we had the bye week, football over the weekend. We'll get into that a little bit. Just how are you doing, man? I'm feeling good. My 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 Chiefs squeaked it out. My Celtics are alive for now, so I'm I'm feeling good so far. I'm I'm, I'm in a good spot. And that's and that's really just the most that we can hope for. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to be feeling too down. There's mm-hmm. so much going on in the world. Not that, when there's football. Not when there's football going on. You know, there's so much in the world right now that's just bringing people down. The last thing we need is just football to just suck. I, I'm glad that we have it back. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it's back. Now, I I gave you I gave you the slate. I have a surprise for you, Nate. Yeah. I didn't tell you about this. We pretty much went through the schedule for everything else on the show today. I have a surprise for you really? and for everybody else here. I don't know if you're aware, but we are in the midst of an an anniversary of college football. And I don't know if that gives anything away to you here, but this happened 13 years ago tomorrow. It happened it happened on September 22nd, 2007, and I I, w- I wish the show was tomorrow so I could do it on the date, but we're doing it today. And I don't know, I don't, I feel like you have no idea where I'm going with this, but I wanted to surprise you. I didn't, I told you everything else that we're going to do here, but this is the anniversary, the 13th anniversary of this beautiful moment in college football history. If anybody hasn't read this article, I don't read it. This was brought to me by a mother. Let me tell you why I'm talking about this article. Three fourths of this is inaccurate. Fiction. And that article had to have been written by a person that doesn't have a child. If you want to go after an athlete, one of my athletes, you go after one that doesn't do the right things. You don't downgrade him because he does everything right and may not play as well on Saturday. And you let us make that decision. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. I... You see, I have the biggest smile on my face. This is by far one of my favorite moments of college football history ever. Oh, yeah. Just this speech, just how <laughs> infamous it is, the fact that we're still talking about it, that it still gets quoted, by far one of my favorite moments ever in college football history is oh, the yeah. Mike Gundy, I'm 40 speech. <laughs> <laughs> I I figured it would just be a good start to your Monday mm-hmm. and for everybody else just to just to get to hear that on the end of our almost anniversary <laughs> it is tomorrow but the almost anniversary of just this brilliant moment oh, yeah. in sports history. <laughs> that was that was all that I had. I feel <laughs> I feel you like you don't have much Gundy. Yeah, you, you got to love, love Gundy. <laughs> you got to love everything that he's been through over the summer and mm, yeah. We're not going to get into that, but yeah. I mean I just, 
I have to I have to talk about it because oh, yeah. I just love that. It's an all time college football. Sometimes moment. sometimes I just <laughs> watch it. I just bring it up, and it 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 pains me because the whole clip is like three minutes, mm-hmm. and I I had to cut it down to like thirty seconds. Just the it, just the meat and potatoes, yeah. Just the meat and potatoes <laughs> of the fact that people were were talking crap on his on his quarterback, and mm-hmm. I mean he had a two, you know, the whole it stemmed because he had a two system, two quarterback system there at the time, and what's the rule? If you have two quarterbacks, how many quarterbacks do you have? You have none. You have none. Yeah. You have no quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Two quarterbacks, no quarterbacks. Pick one and go with it. Mike Gundy, a beautiful moment. Let's let's get into Cats football. I just want to start off the show with oh, that yeah. beautiful moment. Let's get into into uh, into the Cats here. And I want to talk about it, but at the same time, oh boy, howdy, do I not? Got our hands full this we week. We got our hands full this week. ESPN favors OU by 86%. Yeah, and the spread, the spread is, is twenty eight and a half. 20, oh, twenty eight. I thought it was twenty seven. It's Jeez. well, yeah, it's, it's climbing. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is twenty eight and a half. OU. Now, I, I really, I really have faith that we can pull it out. But at the same time, I'm like, Oklahoma's good. Yeah, um, you know, I think. I think we're. I think we're gonna put points up. I think. I. I, I don't think. I don't think we'll struggle scoring as much. Um, I mean, Oklahoma's defense is never. You never really know what you're gonna get. I know last year they seemed to be showing some improvements, and they rolled into Manhattan and gave up almost 50 points. So, um, it's. It is what it is. I, I'm not really sure what to expect because they've played Missouri State. That's just the drawback of playing them in the Big 12 opener. You haven't seen them play meaningful competition. Um, but I don't hate us coming off a loss. So, I mean, I know we had a week. We should be getting players back. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't hate us coming off a loss. And, um, you know, OU's going to be coming in with confidence and we're going to be coming in hungry. So I don't, you know, I, I think it could be close when people think. I think they're going to put up points, but I just, I don't see us defensively matching up with their offense favorably at all. So <laughs> I agree. I really agree because it's hard. It's hard to pick which Kansas State team you're going to see mm-hmm. week in and week out, and it's hard to pick which Oklahoma team you're going to see week in and week out. Are we going to see the Oklahoma that lost to K State on the road last year? Are we going to see the Oklahoma that got absolutely obliterated by Joe Burrow last year? Are we going to see an Oklahoma that you know put up 56 points? At the bill a few seasons ago and shut out K State at home fifty six to nothing. Which which Oklahoma team are we gonna see here? I I personally think that Oklahoma is gonna come out like guns blazing. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're pretty mad after what happened last season, and I feel like they're they're gonna say, hey, that was a fluke, and we're gonna prove that it was a fluke. And then you look on the other side of the ball here. Which Kansas State team are we gonna see? Are we going to see the Skylar Skylar Thompson that rushed for four touchdowns against Oklahoma last season? Or are we going to see the Skylar Thompson that, you know, throws picks and can't run the ball and misses receivers? You know, that's just – that's where we're at. Mm -hmm. Well, What are we going to see from this offensive line? Yeah. That's another big question mark for me. The – the development for the offensive line and the the competition did not just get easier playing uh, Oklahoma. So, I mean, I – 
I would I would think that uh, Arkansas State's probably the easiest defensive line, the easiest defense that our offensive line is going to face, and uh, they're really getting uh, baptized by fire here against uh, Oklahoma. So except for maybe KU. <laughs> Yes, oh, maybe KU, Zinger got him. The but. Johnson County Community College <laughs> football team. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. I it just it were cuz you got to you got to have faith. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I've learned because I used to always have this mindset of oh we're just going to lose. Oh well. We're playing a better team. That's uh, I'm not going to be I'm not going to set the bar high. But when it comes to this, I am going to set the bar high. Because I know what we can do. Mm-hmm. I know what we've done in the past. Yeah. Spencer Rattler isn't anything special. And now, is he, correct me if I'm wrong, he did not start at all the last year no. or two, right? The, this last, two Saturdays ago now was his first. Was his first official well, start, So I this believe. is only, this is his first, I mean, I know, you know, he looked like an absolute animal. Oh, yeah, and we'll, and we'll like get into that. Man, yeah. But, I mean, this is his first real meaningful start. So, yeah, yeah he was. Sure, he looked great, and sure, he was playing Missouri State. Um, <laughs> sure, our corners might not be a step up from Missouri State, but yeah. I mean, I, it's still his first Power 5 start, so, you know, yeah. time will tell. It's it's going to be interesting, but I'm going to set the bar high because disappointment is still it's still going to hurt. Mm-hmm. If you lose, it's still going to hurt, and yeah. that's the one thing that I've learned is, like, if, if we're going to lose – I'm obviously going to prepare for that loss, but it's going to hurt regardless. Yeah. So to to come into this game and say I have no faith in this team doesn't make a difference because we're going to lose. So <laughs> I don't want to be hurt if we get beat up and we lose this game. It's still going to hurt. So I'm going to have faith in this team. Yeah. Granted, my prediction might not say that, mm-hmm. but you know. That's that's where I'm at with this. Is it too early to hear your prediction, or are you waiting? Oh, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Sounds good. I feel like you have one bottled I, up there I as well. I have cooked one up, but I think it's yeah. – I got an idea. I've got an idea. You know, talking about how K-State has an opportunity to do this, let's talk about some keys to victory here. And the first key to victory here is Wyatt Hubert. Mm-hmm. Kind of a quiet game last week. He had one sack and I think A few two, pressures. A few pressures. Yeah. And, like, three tackles. He didn't lead the team or anything. You know, he just came in and did his job. Yeah. White Huber has to be the guy that comes in and puts pressure on Spencer Rattler, this freshman QB, in his second ever start, as far as as we're concerned. Yeah. We'll have to look into that. Don't quote us. But, you know, I I took a look at that Missouri State game. Do you want to take a guess on how many times Spencer Rattler was... Zero. Hit, <laughs> pressured, <laughs> the ball was tipped at the line. I, like I, I'd say he probably got pressured at most twice in the whole game. At zero. most, it zero. was zero. I was gonna say it's probably it zero, zero, but I'll I'll be conservative and say the, two. The Oklahoma yeah. offensive line just shut down. Oh yeah, yeah. Missouri State zero. You you can go look at the stats on these mm-hmm. because. It's it's astonishing. Probably didn't I mean, even breathe on him. Yeah, I mean, he, exactly. He probably Just had no all day. no QB hurries, no QB pressure, no forced like pressure throws or anything like that. It was z- a goose egg. He could count to ten Mississippi in the pocket. Oh yeah, and he and he'd still yeah. and he'd still yeah. be fine. Mm-hmm. So that that's what we need defensively. We need Wyatt Hubert mm-hmm. to come out and have a game like he had last season. He had like two two sacks on. Uh, 
Oklahoma. Who, who was the quarterback last season? I don't even remember. For Oklahoma? For Oklahoma. Hurts. It was Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yes. because he got yeah. drafted in like the fifth yeah. round. That's why I don't even remember. Second round. Second round. See, I, <laughs> Which, I don't even remember. Maybe we'll talk about that later with yeah, Carson and Wentz. I don't, but yeah. That's the yeah. thing. It's like, yeah. I'm going to be honest, I don't care. <laughs> because we beat yeah. him, and I didn't I didn't pay enough attention. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's my extensive knowledge of how much I care about the Oklahoma football team. Yeah. But... Wyatt has to has to step yeah. up, especially from last week. You know, mm-hmm. I talked him up. I made him to sound out like this force to be reckoned with, and he had one sack last week and like three mm-hmm. tackles or yeah. two weeks ago. Now, granted, Arkansas State is a very good football team, and, yeah. we, and we talked about that. Yeah. But Wyatt has to make his presence known here. Yes. Second I key agree. to victory, Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. I'm. I've bought in. I'm all in on Deuce Vaughn. Mm-hmm. After what I saw, there was and so he's much a hype. True freshman, correct? True freshman. Woo. I, I wasn't sure how I felt about it because everyone was hyping him up. They were saying, "Oh, he's the next Darren Sproles." Which, hold the horses there. No, that's a big first, statement. That's a very that is big a bold statement. statement. And I'm, I'm not going to come out say and that say after that, Arkansas right? State. But exactly, he looked great. But he had 12 carries, 47 yards, and a touchdown. True freshman. This guy can ball. Oh, yeah. He can play. And what I am most, I'd say, impressed with about this guy is just his attitude towards Kansas State. He came out in a press conference and talked about his first visit uh, to Kansas State, and I'll play that now. I'd always heard that it was the number one college town, like all these rankings and stuff like that. So I came up for an official visit for the Baylor game. And just upon arrival, I think it was a Thursday or a Friday, and uh, we went out on down to Aggieville to eat and there were people swarms just in purple walking around like I'm already talking about the game we go into a restaurant to eat and the band comes in and starts playing uh and I'm like oh these people love football like these people are like nuts about Kansas State and so that's actually fantastic Mm -hmm. because if we're able to get this guy who was touted as being just this amazing true freshman i can't even imagine what's that what that's gonna do for future recruiting yeah like just that story alone that gets me excited mm-hmm. for what we're gonna see here going into the climate era because i think what would it be this uh is it the junior class or the senior class is the last bit of the snyder i believe junior so the we have probably a little few left from junior class. yeah, yeah. so we're we're going into the climbing era. Yeah. And I, I like where we're going here. Now is Deuce Vaughn, you might not know this, I I don't personally. Is he from Kansas? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I would assume not. I, I haven't done that much research on him. Yeah. Um but be- I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah, because I mean, the big thing, obviously, coming into last year was I mean, KU made their flashy hire, right? They got Les Miles who is gonna recruit. He's a big name. But, I, I mean, I, I really think if you're competing in-state for recruiting and you get a recruit to a KU football game and you get him to a K-State football game, I mean, I don't care if Nick Saban is KU's coach. I, I'm choosing K-State after you see the see the game day experience in Lawrence versus the atmosphere. The, the atmosphere, the yes, atmosphere yes, yes. The bill. It's special. It's yeah. really special. So, I, yeah, that doesn't surprise me that he said that because it's, it's yeah. pretty great. Um, but I mean, yeah, I was lucky enough to grow up with that. I'm sure you were. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's phenomenal. Because my I was very fortunate that my dad, shout out dad, that he would get 
season tickets. Yep, me ever too. Since, I think I think when I first started going, like Carson Kaufman. Oh yeah, was still Carson the Kaufman and Daniel Thomas, mm-hmm. who I think I drafted by the Dolphins, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, he did. Uh, we would go to the spring games. I have an autograph hat from Josh <laughs> Freeman, one of the most touted like athletic quarterbacks names, in yeah. K State history, right? Yeah. So I mean. I, I've been I've been to the games. Yeah. You you I could say you know I think it's fair to say that I'm a fairly big K State mm-hmm. football fan. Yeah. I've been through the highs. I've been through the lows. Yeah. But hearing Deuce Vaughn say this makes me really excited. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm gonna graduate here in a few years. But even after I graduate, it makes me excited, yeah. man. That we're gonna have hopefully more talent coming in. Oh yeah. But speaking of talent, let's get back to Deuce Vaughn here. He he's gonna be he's gonna be key in this game. Mm-hmm. I think that. He's probably going to get the most carries. Is he going to get the start? Maybe not. I think Trotter's probably going to get the start. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if Deuce Vaughn came in like second or third down there on that first drive. Yeah. And I I like I like Trotter more in the the short yardage runs um, than the uh, I I like I like Vaughn earlier in the down. Um, uh, where the box maybe is a little more open, sure. he can get to the edge. Um, second and eight, yeah, wheel route. Yes, he's, yes, he's a yes. pass he's, catching back. He's and he's in he's, my mind. He can get to the edge. He's one of those guys that has oh, yeah. the acceleration and to we get saw the edge. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm just intrigued to see how he does against uh, a Big Twelve team, and not just yeah. a Big Twelve team. The back to back to back to however many Big Twelve champs. Yeah. So I'm I'm it'll really be, excited. It'll yeah. be interesting. It'll yeah. be a and test it's an 11 a.m. kickoff, sure. right? Think so. Believe eleven a.m. Think so. Big noon. Early. Big noon. Maybe. Big noon. <laughs> yeah, hype. Big noon. The last, the last key to victory here is Skylar Thompson. Skylar mm-hmm. has to play well here. We look at we look at the Arkansas State game. Mm-hmm. He was seventeen to twenty nine, two hundred fifty nine yards passing and two touchdowns. But the key thing in my mind here, he had seven rushing yards. Yeah. In that game and no rushing touchdowns. That's not Skylar Thompson. It's not <laughs> Skylar Thompson, and it's not the K State. System and granted, I don't know how much Kleiman is wanting to run his quarterbacks, mm-hmm. but he's trying to get to more of a pro. I style. think he's trying to get to more pro style. We're seeing a lot more tight end action, yeah. a lot more play action. We're seeing multiple running backs get carries during the games, but you gotta let Skyler run the Do ball. Do his thing. Yeah. You gotta let him be a, be just be an athlete. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the most important thing. And the fact that he only had seven rushing yards, yeah, for the guy that had. Like over, he has over a thousand in his career now. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to one of only one of every... only three quarterbacks to do that. By the way, to have at case I think it's what three four thousand passing yards and like a thousand rushing yards. Really, in his entire career, one of only three. And I bet you can guess who those other two are. Well, I but guess I guess Bishop Klein Bishop and probably Klein, Freeman, maybe maybe Freeman. Maybe Freeman. Who I don't knows? Know. Yeah. You know, L. Roberson, maybe maybe. Yeah. But one of only, one of only three guys to ever do that. Yeah. So that's not bad company to be in. No, Bishop and no, uh, not Klein. at all. Whether whether it's Klein or <laughs> yeah. you know either one, not Roberson, bad. whoever it is. Yeah. But you got to let him just be an athlete. In my mind, you got to let him run the ball. And I think a lot of it comes from this inexperienced offensive line. Yeah, where none of these guys started last year. Nope. We had they so all many last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So I look at this offensive line, and it it scares me. I'm going to be honest with you. It scares me. Yeah. Just due to the inexperience, I think they can get it done. But like we said last week, how much time are we going to give them to figure it out? Yeah, and Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma, Texas are probably the main two that we're going to face in the Big 12 like this. But, 
I mean, those are two teams that Oklahoma, especially, you know, we'll talk about them because we're playing them this weekend. Yeah. Oklahoma being one of those teams that it doesn't really matter how well they are, how well they're coached. Granted, they have a phenomenal head coach, but yeah. Oklahoma is just one of those teams that just has freak athletes year in, year yeah. out because they're Oklahoma. Same deal with Texas. So it's a great test because, I mean, frankly, they haven't had a great defense in the last few years, but you know they're going to have studs, stud linebackers, stud corners, stud linemen that are going to be able to body these sophomore linemen who are inexperienced just because they're Oklahoma and they probably got four and five stars all across the the defense. Yeah, they probably have some sitting on the bench too, but that's just Oklahoma. So it's a great test. It's a great opportunity to see. See what uh, see what they can do, and I mean, frankly, get them some experience too. As much yeah. as that sucks to just be like, oh well, they're getting yeah. experience. It is what it is. It's it but, is true to get them some good experience against a real team. But so. that's that's just where we are at this point. Yeah. Nate, do you have a prediction for this game? I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Oklahoma taking it 42 to 28. I like I like us covering the spread. And I like the I over. Think, whatever the over can, is, I like it. I think it. we can yeah. cover the spread. Yeah. I didn't. They didn't have an over. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, I like it. I think we can cover the spread. I don't think it's going to be twenty-eight. I think that's a that's a little much here. My prediction. That's all garbage time. That's two of those all, are garbage. All, yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be forty-two to fourteen and two garbage time. Kansas State thirty-one, Oklahoma forty-eight. That's where I'm. That's where I'm sitting right now. Skylar Thompson will have two touchdown passes, one rushing touchdown for a little over 150, 200 yards. Deuce Vaughn will lead the team in rushing, one rushing touchdown, at least 60 rushing yards. That's what I'm putting at. He had 47 last week, yeah. I believe. Yeah, 47 last week. I'll put him at 60. I think they're going to get him more involved. Um, and Blake Lynch will be uh, one for one from 37. 37. 30, you heard the, it here first. On the dot. On 37 the dot. yard field goal. Left yeah. hash. Left hash. Left hash. 37 yards. Going against the wind or into it? We'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll go again. We'll go again. We'll go again. <laughs> we'll give. We'll give him the credit. We'll give him the credit. Yeah. We'll give him the credit. Yeah. It'll be like a four mile yeah. an hour. Yeah. It, Light it'll breeze. be a cross breeze. Light cross I'll breeze. give him a cross yeah. breeze. So he has to play. <laughs> he has to play yeah. the wind. <laughs> there you go. What? Well, what did you say? The 28, 42 to 28, 28. Oklahoma Sooners as an, as 48, as 48, 31. I think we'll be able to at least put up some points here. You got to have faith, and I mm-hmm. have faith. I don't think we're going to get blown out. Mm-mm. I think we're too talented. It's going to be closer than I think people are expecting. 28. You put the you put the spread at 28. We're going to cover. Yeah. Don't even way worry too about many it. points. Don't even worry about it. Good team. Let's win. talk. Let's talk some NFL news here. Uh, I went on ahead and I made my power rankings, mm-hmm. the top ten teams in the NFL right now, and I, I asked you to do this as well. And we haven't shared uh, with each other what what we're thinking here. Um, but before we do the top ten, I have some honorable mentions. There are honorable two mentions. two teams here that I really wanted to put on this list. You just couldn't do it, but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I just couldn't. The first team is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Really, I am buying into Minshew no. mania. I am all oh, in. Man. I am all in on this guy. Ah. I liked him last season, and you look—you look like you were just disgusted. I don't what know. I just said I don't. I'm know. buying in. Is he the next Pat Mahomes? No. He's the first Gardner Minshew. He's the first Gardner Minshew, and that's that's all you can the ask mustache for. Mustache and the jean it's, shorts. It's I'm Florida. In. I mean, it's ja- I've never been to Jacksonville, but I know yeah. it's in North Florida. I know it's close to Georgia. So I mean, he just makes me think of North Florida, 
he makes me think of the South, and he's yeah. a Southern good old boy. So yeah, I think I think it's the mustache that does it for it me. Is, yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing like an Aaron Rodgers like full on mm-hmm. like cowboy looking. Mm-hmm. It goes like all the. I'm like maybe one day. Yeah, but one day. But I I dig the stash that he has. But I'm I'm really impressed with how even though even though they lost, they're one and one. But that loss, the Titans was, are a good team. Yeah, yeah. And it was and it was closer than you know I thought. It came it down to a be. field goal, right? Yeah. So both. Both the Titans games have come down to a field goal, yeah. right? So yeah. that's that's where I'm at uh-huh. with them. The other the other team I wanted to, uh, is the Raiders. The Raiders are undefeated yeah. as of right now. Yeah. They are playing kicking off in forty five minutes. Yeah, and we'll talk about that later. Um but as of right now, they're undefeated. Yeah. I think Josh Jacobs is gonna have a really good season. He looked like a beast. He looked like a in game beast. one. Beast. Well, and I was playing him in fantasy, touchdowns. so I would know. But yeah, he did not three right he he put up thirty four fantasy points. So I mean it's tough not, week to play. It's him. not Aaron Jones, but no. Pish posh. And we'll nah, I'll get we'll talk that. about that. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll get <laughs> start okay, so my my talk tonight, we'll go we'll go ten one and we'll just kind of take this ten spot to by one. spot here. You got it. At number ten, I have the Titans. Hmm. I have the Titans at ten. Gotcha. I I'm curious to see I have I have the 49ers. Now I know really? there I know that there it's it's interesting we got the defending NFC champs yeah. at 10. And I mean right now I'm just thinking injuries. Um yeah. they're definitely not they're I, they're not the best team in their division right now. Um and they got all these injuries this weekend. I I still think they're but but at the end of the day they're still the defending NFC champions. So I still got to keep them in my top 10, but I threw them at 10. So. Fun, fun fact: The 49ers are not in my top ten this week. They are really? top, they're top fifteen, but they are. And you not couldn't in... even give them an honorable mention. No, really, no. Mm, the defending NFC no, champs they're, they're couldn't two. get an honorable mention. They're zero two. Well, that's just. Too I also bad. have a I have a grudge against them, but yeah. after what happened last season, so that's fair. The more that the more that I can just put them put them down, down. Uh, the better. Yeah. The better. I think I think the Titans can really step up. Yeah, I think they made a lot of good moves. Picking up Jadavian Clowney, uh, that defense is going to look good. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they're good I mean, on both sides of the ball. They're both on good sides of the ball. They just yeah. have to execute. I think that's their main thing here. Is mm-hmm. like if that offensive line can create enough, you know, momentum for Derrick Henry to get going, like we saw in the playoffs last season. Yeah. If Tannehill can prove himself, in in my opinion, I don't think. I mean, he comes off injury. He he wins like comeback player of the year. I think so. I mean. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think I think if Tannehill can show us that hey, I deserve to get that contract that I got, then so be it. Yeah, so be it. Number nine, I'll go first this time. Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears. As a Packers nine. fan. As a Packers fan, you have the the Chicago Bears in your power rankings. I do. Wow. I do. I do. Wow. Shout out! Shout out, Mitch Bennett. Brett Jenner. Personal personal friend. Yes. He's back. Mitch is back. Good. Back say, to what? Where was I'll he? Say that, where was I'll say he that ever? Just for Mitch. Yeah. If Mitch is listening, I hope he yeah. is. Where was he though? That's shout out. I mean. Shout out to Mitch. No. Personal. Personal no, friend. No. Of ours. No. 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 Shout out to Mitch. I. I've. I've just been really impressed with yeah. how Chicago's been playing. I know. You know that defense. I don't think has changed a ton. Um, they still got a very good defense. And people Mitch doesn't have to do up, much. And people just aren't. I feel like people aren't talking about him mm-hmm. as much as they were originally. When they were hyping them up after they after they got Khalil Mack out of that trade, so this team can still compete and they're two zero. Yeah. So now I don't know their schedule, but they haven't really seen anyone yet. No. The Lions, 
meh, and the Giants, gross. So I just, no. They, I'd love to see them play a real team. But, I mean, yeah. once they get going next but few weeks, now, I'm sure they'll play a real now, team. So. I'll put them at nine. Perfect. So at nine, I got the Los Angeles Rams, I not figured, the Chargers. I figured it wasn't going to be the Chargers. Man, so I got two NFC West teams rounding out my top ten. Yep. Um, the Rams, they look like they did a few years ago. Um, maybe not as dominant. Yeah. They don't have Todd Gurley, no. but their run game still looks good. It's like Sean McVay and Malcolm Brown. Uh, Malcolm Brown. Sean yeah, McVay yeah, yeah. is still their coach. Good pieces on defense. I Ramsey's agree. good. They have, they're good on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Now, if Jared Goff can figure out if his, he can uh, not be him and Mitch Trubisky are so similar. It's Jared Goff. Yeah. It's like I just <laughs> don't. I'll, I can't buy him. Yeah. I can't buy him. Um, but. Yeah, so that's that's my number nine. I think they're a solid team. I mean, the NFC West. Yeah, it's that's, that's going to be a race. The hottest division. I, have, I will say, I'll I'll give a little sneak peek. All all four NFC West teams are in my top I'll, ten. I'll give you a sneak peek. The other three are in mine. The 49ers yeah. they, are not they, they, they should be. If they weren't, we'd have we'd have an issue. We'd have an issue. At number seven, I also have the Rams at seven. Oh, you skipped eight. Did I skip eight? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant eight. I have the Rams. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we already. Yeah. We'll just discuss that. Yeah. So, yeah, I I agree. I agree with a lot of what you just said. I think if their running game can get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't Robert Woods just get paid? I believe so. Yeah, like he got an extension. Like yeah. Woods is very good. Yeah. Cup is pretty solid. Um, I feel like they got one other guy I'm not thinking of, but Hig- yeah. Higby. Tyler right? Higby. Yeah, he's solid. Tight end. He had like two um, or three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He's I a solid tight end. They have a good, very good offense, and they're well yeah. coached. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I have them at eight. I have the Rams at eight. At eight, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I like that defense, man, is ridiculous. Great defense. Um, and Big Ben. Big Ben's back. He's back. He's back. I mean, and he's got – he doesn't have the Le'Veon Bell, Antonio yeah. Brown yeah. Uh, duo. He doesn't have the Killer Bees or whatever they call them. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Juju is a, a great receiver. Well. Um, he's playing well. Ebron, I haven't been able to watch much. Eric has he Ebron. been doing – well, he's a good tight end, so I would expect yeah, him to be doing coming okay. Yeah, coming out of Indianapolis, you know, whatever that was, injury bug, whatever it may yeah. be. But yeah, yeah. Well, I like the Steelers, and I haven't, I haven't, I don't, haven't watched much of the Steelers games. But I mean, James Conner is a solid back. Yep. I don't know how much, but they have. I know because he's been injured the last few years. They have other backs behind him. They have a good, yeah. just general backfield, good offensive line. Oh, I agree. Line. I agree. So yeah, that's my eight. Uh, for me at seven, I have the Steelers. I, I'm pretty much just ripping mm-hmm. off your your, uh, <laughs> your ranking here. I, I I like the Steelers. I think their defense is stingy. I think it's the best that they've seen in a long time, in my opinion. I think I think the uh, the Steelers are are in a really good spot. They're two and zero, I believe. Um, I just yeah, I I really like this Pittsburgh team this year, and I think you you pretty much hit everything else on the head there. Um, but yeah, I have I have the Steelers at seven. Seven, I have the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I mean, Josh Allen, he's looking great. Fun fact, he looks I phenomenal. Did not start him in fantasy this week, and he put up forty six. Big points. mistake. Big mistake. Here's the thing: I put up one hundred eighty five points. Not bad. So with Aaron Jones, <laughs> cha-ching right there. Yep. But, but yeah, um, I like the Bills. Yeah, and I, I mean like the, the defense. What you'd expect so yep. far, for the most part, haven't been getting me as many fantasy points as I'd hoped. Sure, but they've been looking good, uh, and I mean the offense looks potent. 
the Bills were one of those teams that the last few years were always the team that would lose the 13 to 6 yep, games and yep. the 17 to 10 games but you know I don't foresee them losing many of those games cuz they looked they looked really good so yeah well, I'm just going to keep ripping off your list because it's six. I have the Bills. So, <laughs> yeah, I like Josh Allen. I draft him in fantasy for a reason. He's backing up Aaron Rodgers right now. But, I mean. Of course. I mean, can you can you blame me, though, for starting Aaron Mm-mm. after week after one? After week one. They like, both had great week one. They ones. both had great that's week one. That's a good problem to have. they both had great week yeah, twos. It's a good problem to have. So, yeah, I can start either one of them, and I'll be fine here. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I think they're playing. Who are the Bills playing? Next week. Oh, I don't. I think remember. it's about to get tougher. Yeah, but I think Josh not the Allen Jets can, and the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, goodness. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think Josh Allen can handle it. Yeah, I think he can handle the pressure. I think he can. Big game, Josh. Um, you're yeah, you're six. six. Now. So at six, I have the Arizona Cardinals. I I'm guessing that's your five that's from the lucky game. Yeah. So yeah. we're just I'm just ripping you off, but yeah, I mean the Cardinals that offense, Kyler Murray. I had my doubts about him last year, and he's proven them all wrong. He runs like a madman. I mean, he's got all, he's got weapons now, um, and their defense is kind of a sleepy good defense. I picked him up in fantasy. And yeah, they had like thirteen points. They're a very above average defense oh, that yeah. doesn't get talked about a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, Buda Baker. I believe they still have Patrick Peters. Yeah, Peterson. Yeah, right? yeah. A um, top corner in the league. Oh, absolutely. Uh, over over so, the whole last decade. Yeah, like, I mean they have yeah. they have a very good team on both sides of the ball. Um, and like I said, the NFC West is going to be really fun. It is the fun. hottest division yeah, it's in insane. all of the NFL. The, the 49ers might be the worst team. They are dead last in their division right now at 1-1. One and one. And they, cause they, they, are, they, won, they, they beat the Jets. Yeah, yeah. But they, they might be the worst team in their division, and they're the reigning NFC champs. So that yeah, tells at, you about that. At division. five, I have the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Kyler's really impressed me. Oh, and yeah. my brother, who's a huge Cardinals fan, is going to love hearing me say that. But Kyler has impressed me so much over the course of just these last two games. Oh, yeah. This guy can move. I think the best thing that the organization did was get DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah. That was just... And they fleeced the Texans. Yeah. They, they took him for a bag oh, of chips. Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, yeah. Bill O'Brien is yeah. the one making those deals. Yep. So, I mean, not a shock. Blame him. But, yeah, I think I think you pretty much covered all that. I think their defense is, uh, is just... I don't want to say underrated, but they've been performing really well. They had like two picks or like two fumble recoveries, and it's just they're they're forcing turnovers. They're putting pressure on opposing quarterbacks. They're playing really well right now. Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals are playing really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, at was that my five? Yes. Right? So this is top five. Yes. Oh shoot. Yes. Okay. So my Your five. My five. I have the Seattle Seahawks. I'm guessing is that your four? Are That's we just doing four. the exact yeah, same? This is well. I'm excited to see how the top three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like then it'll have to switch can, up a little bit. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the Seahawks. Um, that was a great game last night. I didn't get to catch a lot of it, but um, I mean, Russell throwing five touchdowns, five touchdowns to um, five different receivers. Yeah, I believe, which is ridiculous. I mean, they don't play. have any. They don't have this stacked wide receiver core, but he's a phenomenal quarterback. Um, they have a great run game. Oh, yeah. um, which Chris Carson's yeah. been playing out of his mind. Good offensive line yeah. uh, and the defense. I mean, I, they don't have the big names they had when they won their Super Bowl, but they're Jamal a good Adams? defense. Jamal they, Adams, Jamal Adams, yes, up, yes, Bobby yes. Wagner, yes. They've they're, they've they're playing well. They're playing very their well. Their defensive line so, isn't like as it, it could big be named yeah. as it used to be, but they're still productive. Mm-hmm. They're still yes. productive, and that's why that's why they're at my four. 
you know, I just they they are a top five team in this league right now. So that's just that's that's how I feel about the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. and that they're able to get stuff done. Russell Wilson is looking better than he's ever looked. I think now that they actually have a running game that's doing you know good as well. I really think that the Seahawks can really make a deep push in the playoffs here. Yeah, yeah, they they're definitely a contender to come out of the NFC. Oh yeah, no, oh yeah, no question. But oh yeah, my four. Now this might be a little controversial. This is just because they're playing tonight. I have the Saints. Okay. Now I put them at four. I think they're probably three, maybe two, but. Uh, I want to see how they play tonight because I've only seen one game out of them, and they were playing wash Tom Brady. So I'm, yeah, you know I'm not. Yeah, don't, don't, you haven't seen a lot out of them yet. So uh, I do, but they're still the Saints. Still have Drew Brees. Still have Kamara. I agree. Still have well, don't have Michael Thomas for the time being, but um, yeah, they got yeah, Sanders. They still back. have one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Um, yeah, and they still have. I mean, they have a pretty good defense. So uh, a defense that maybe. Maybe gives up some plays, but makes big plays. So um, I'm yeah. gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you here. I forgot to put the Saints in my top ten. No, but if I, <laughs> I'll take out the Bears. Good. The Bears get by. They, They're an every, audible mention. Everyone now. bumps back a little, and you move everyone. The Saints everyone yeah. bumps back a little. I probably put the Saints ahead of the Cardinals, behind the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. I probably put the Saints around five. I just think that the Seahawks are. Just a little bit bad. They've impressed yeah. me just a little bit more than the Saints have so far. For sure. But yeah, that's that's the one team I forgot. Scratch everything that I've done so far. Bump it all back. Saints. One, if you're Saints taking at notes. five. Yeah, if you're taking notes at home. <laughs> bump it all back one. Bump it all back yeah. one. Throw the Saints in. Bump there. it all back. And Seahawks at four. Who's your three? Saints at five. So before before we get into the top three here, let's let's recap here. So I have now the Titans at ten. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rams, Steelers, Bills, Cardinals, Saints, Seahawks, in that in that order from mm-hmm. ten to ten to four. Yep. And then what is your what is your? Mine is 49ers, Rams, Steelers, Bills, Cardinals, Seahawks, Saints. Top. Okay. That's my four through. I 10. feel like our our top three are going to be really similar. Yep. Just depends on the order. <laughs> it just depends on the order here. I'll let you go first at three. Three. I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Really? Yeah. Now it that's hurt me to a, put him at three. That surprises me. Actually, it, it hurt yeah. me to it hurt me to put him at three. But I loved what I saw week one. After week one, they were easy number one. Yeah. No, no questions yeah. asked. Number one. Um, after what I saw from Houston this weekend, I lost a little confidence because I was like, "Oh, we beat up on this team." Yeah. Um, but also, the Chargers are a good team. Um, Chiefs didn't play them well. Chiefs were sloppy. I feel like they they never play. They never they pl- never play the Chargers. But well, though. they and they they always they always seem to find a way to beat them because they're yeah. still the Chargers and they're still yeah. the little brother of the AFC West. But um, they're I mean the Chiefs the run game that was so great in the first game. I mean it was not it was non-existent. Patrick Mahomes was the leading rusher, by the way, with 53 yards. I mean, can you I blame mean, him though? After I, having that 21-yard run, on yeah, 30 yeah, 20 yeah, which is which game? is ridiculous. But I mean, I mean, Clyde had 120, 130 yards in the first sure. game, and he had less than 50 in the next. So I mean, my expectation. But do you, and, do you think that they didn't like prepare for him though? They probably did, and I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying they didn't do a good job at at stopping sure, him. Sure, but um, the run game that was so great in the first game wasn't there and partially uh, I didn't get to catch a whole lot of the game I was listening to a lot of it on the radio but 
partially because that offensive line looked bad. They were holding, holding, holding. They were getting beat. But that they happens were, every season. There's so much holding. Yeah, but I, they were also there were also a lot of sloppy plays, a lot of mental errors. Sure. I think the offensive line didn't look great as a unit. Um, there wasn't one guy other than Kaleki Osemele that just stuck out and was like, this yeah. guy just stinks. Um, that guy's a vet, though. Yeah, he's been doing this for a long. Yeah, time. which is surprising that, that he made that. a few. Yeah, he made a few time. mental mistakes. But yeah, I think the offensive line is in part why the running game was struggling. But yeah, Chiefs are at number three for me. My number three is the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't want to say that I haven't been impressed because I have been impressed. It's been what we expected. It's been what we expected. <laughs> They're not going to be spectacular. They haven't blown anybody out of the water. They didn't have like – I feel like they didn't have super high expectations. They had high expectations, and I just feel like they're playing like an average football team right now. They're winning games because they have talent, but they're not doing anything that is just flat out blowing me away. Mm-hmm. And that's why – because, I mean, obviously Lamar's going to play well. Mark Ingram has been a little bit slow. He had uh, he had that touchdown on like a wildcat yeah, formation. It was a great play. It was a great play. It was yeah. like a 40-yard touchdown run. Mm-hmm. He hasn't impressed. Other than that play, he hasn't really impressed me. Yeah. Granted, they have three other backs behind him that they can go to. So obviously they're going to run different backs, including a rookie, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. So they have what? J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. They have a very they They have so many backfield. backs. They have so many backs. Yeah. And... I just I'm I I don't want to say that I haven't been impressed, but they they've been what I expected. I didn't think mm-hmm. they were going to be over the top. I didn't think they were going to be terrible. They're, they're winning handily. They're, they're winning, winning games. the way that they win. Exactly. And they're better. They're 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 better on the defense. I think their offense. The reason why I put uh, I'll just go into it. I put them at number two. Okay. Um, the reason why I put them at two over the Chiefs is mostly because um, the Chiefs might have a slight upper hand on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. But the defensive side of the ball is it's the Ravens. They have definitely the advantage. Um uh and the Chiefs defense has been solid. Um they're yeah. solid at the end of the year last year, but the Ravens I think still have a a great defense and they built on it. Um they drafted uh was it Patrick Queen from LSU yeah. and I haven't yeah. seen I haven't seen him play much, but um uh, I mean he was a dog at LSU, so it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if he's doing great things, but yeah, no, I I think overall uh, the way the Raven and I know the Ravens have played yeah. the Texans and the the Browns, bleh, yeah, but yeah. I mean they and that's and that's why if they were mm-hmm. blowing these teams out, yeah, I'd say they're winning the way that they win, yeah, kind of by how much okay, they're supposed to win, okay, yeah, then yeah. they're then I'd put them a little bit mm-hmm. higher, yeah, so but they're at three right now. Two for me right now is the Green Bay Packers, mm. and here's here's the reason because I feel like you haven't at number one because you haven't set them yet. Maybe they're not in my top ten. Yeah, they're my number one. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, the Green Bay Packers are my two, and the Chiefs are my one. And here, here's why: the Packers' defense scares me. Yes, and that is why they're at my number two. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> mark my words, he's going to win an MVP. He might just he's, if he keeps playing the way that he's playing, he's going to win the MVP this year. Yeah, like no doubt in my mind if he just keeps like slinging the ball like he's doing it if Aaron Jones continues to I mean Aaron Jones might even be like the leader in rushing yards he was leader in touchdowns last season yeah so he might even he might even be given that crown I love that have you seen those glasses these they're like those gold like shade looking thing they're sick they're so wearing them yeah every time every time he scores a touchdown he runs over to the sideline he puts them on he (laughs) looks like a straight G but the Green Bay Packers defense and this is this is my team and i feel like i you know 
obviously there's gonna be a little bias, but I mean, they're at my number two for a reason here. Mm-hmm. They, I believe, they've scored the most points total out of all the NFL teams. They put up over forty points in both of their games so far. Aaron's been playing extremely well. Both Aaron's have been playing extremely well. Yeah. Devontae Adams, like hamstring injury. I'm putting finger quotes around that. And we'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit too. Yeah. That I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah. But this defense that can't stop the run, they couldn't do it last season. Carry on Johnson and Adrian Peterson ran on him for a little bit in the first half there yeah. of the Detroit game, and that scared me. And I think, you know, everybody everybody talks down Kevin King. But here's the thing. Kevin King led the Packers in interceptions last year. Maybe not deflected passes, I believe, or defended passes. I believe that was Jair Alexander, who's, in my opinion, an elite cornerback in the league right now. Yeah, I could see it. But those two right there, and then the two safeties up top mm-hmm. are just killing it yeah. currently. But the inability to stop the run is what scares me, and that's what holds me back. The Chiefs are my number one. And you put the Packers at one as well. Mm-hmm. So we're we're kind of flip-flop there. But, you know, until until the Chiefs lose, I feel like I'm just going to keep putting them at one. Yeah. I feel like they are the team to beat. You can talk about the Ravens. You can talk about the Saints, the yeah. Seahawks, the 49ers, if they figure out, you know, what's going on there. Granted, I don't think they're going to win a whole lot more games down the stretch here with the injury bug, and we'll – talk about that here in a little bit stay tuned but until the Chiefs lose until Patrick Mahomes shows any form or sort of being a human being I just feel like I can't I can't take him out of that number one spot yeah and I I yeah I I love I'm a Chiefs fan so I I mean I and to put them at three I I was very surprised yeah and I I think it's they're going to prove ne- prove it next week. We yeah. were talking about this before. Ravens, Big Ravens, game. Chiefs, Monday Big night. So yeah. next Somebody's week, gonna fall next in these week they're going to prove it. Um, I just, I'm not. I mean, I say they need to prove it. I'll put yeah. the quotes on yeah. that. They won the Super Bowl, so they've proved it. And I'm not saying that they're they're not all that. They're a phenomenal team. I just, they looked a little shaky this weekend. They looked a little slow yeah. out of the gun, which I guess they always do. But um, just in general, it took them a a while to really get going. Mahomes was still making plays when he needed to. Yeah. But there were still some times where it was like they just can't get the offense going to where it needs to be. Uh, and if you would have told me if you if you tell me that the Chiefs defense is holding them to 20 points, I'm 90% of the time saying they're winning the game yeah. just based off the offense they have so to yeah. to win in overtime on a 58-yard bomb. By yeah. the way, that he had to hit three times. And we'll to talk make. about that. We'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah, but I mean, I, 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 the top three to me is very interchangeable. Oh yeah, I agree. the the I agree. Packers, uh, Ravens, Chiefs. As of that's right the now, order for and me. Here's the thing: if yeah. the Chiefs would have lost this game, they probably, they probably would be at around five for me. Yeah, I was gonna say four or five. They would probably drop to around five. Yeah. If Justin Herbert, who by the way found out he was starting like ten seconds before kickoff. Yeah. Which I thought was he said that in the post game. I thought they should have started him week one. He looked Personally, great. Yeah. He looked great. You yeah. don't draft a quarterback draft in the top ten yeah. to sit him. So yeah. it's like, yeah, he he looked great. And I he I fantastic. But the, he was he was one of the guys before the year started that I was I was just kind of watching some of the draft stuff about and he stuck out as one of those guys I was like I think he's going to be the best quarterback from this class, possibly, just because he's 
he's he's a lot of experience at Oregon. Um, he's a very prototype pro quarterback. I mean, I think he's going to be great. And they've got weapons. Uh, the Chargers have weapons and a good defense. So I think he's in a very good position. Anthony Lynn is a great coach. So I think he's in a great position. I mean, as much as every year, you know, when the Chiefs are kind of running the AFC West, it's always who's going to be the team to knock them off. And I kind of thought maybe the Broncos are going to be it this year. Drew Locke's injured now. I think the Chargers are the team, the the number two team that's going to be nipping at the the Chiefs' oh, yeah. heels if the Chiefs are still in, you know, pray had, the Chiefs are still in first place. I had but, yeah, Justin Herbert above Jordan Love. Yeah, in my oh, in my mock draft doubt. rankings. Yeah, I I thought that Herbert was the better quarterback for the future. I thought that Jordan Love was a a, a bit more NFL ready. But obviously, we're not going to see him this season if Aaron keeps playing the way that he's playing. But Justin they just Herbert, drafted him to make him mad. Make oh him, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to get him to, <laughs> to get, get him to that, fired up. Yeah. yeah, to fulfill the prophecy mm-hmm. of of what happened with him and Brett Favre. Yeah. But yeah, if if he would have led that game winning drive in overtime, starting job is his, and yeah. they better not start Tyrod Taylor. Oh yeah. I mean Tyrod Taylor, respect. He's a great oh, backup, yeah. but. You drafted your quarterback at five or six overall. Play him. It's not difficult. Yeah. Play him. Yeah. He almost just beat the defending world champions. Yep. Play him. It's not Play hard. Him. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, of the world champions, let's talk about Harrison Bucker. I mean, this guy. Not pay one. him the five hundred million. Not one. Give him the money. Not two, but three consecutive fifty-plus yard field goals. This is what Butker had to say after the game yesterday. I think I just got a little bit more uh, angry every kick. So the first one, I thought they called timeout, and then I realized it was a false start. But going into the second one, they called timeout again. So in my head, that's two timeouts. And then I think I even looked at the uh, the Chargers sideline because I was like, come on, man, I'm trying to finish this game and get back to Kansas City. So that third one I felt like was my best kick. And, I mean, to have two practice kicks before that is only going to help you. And I'm, I'm just really happy. Yeah, so – what did he say? He was like, he, I was just, he just I was kept just getting really angry. angry. What's well, funny is, kick. <laughs> man, when I see, when I see him make a fifty-eight yard kick, and I know that they call the timeout first, it just scares me because it's like, so many times they make the field goal. Oh, but there was a timeout, and then the next one's wide left or wide right, and it's like, it just kind of freaked me out. Yep. But that he last beat one, the crap out of that ball, right down the straight. Middle. It was more accurate. Oh yeah, than the, than, the, the, than, the, than the first two. Yeah, which is funny. Oh, that, but, that thing left his foot, and yeah. he just turned around and walked yeah. away. which is funny. He knew it because he's a quieter kind of guy. Yeah. He's not like the Pat McAfee kind of yeah. swagger where yeah. he's like he's doing all the the kicker celebrations. He's like a quiet. Oh, but he all still has that glory to, to Pat oh, McAfee. Oh yes, that. yes, the, the king the, of the goat the of, king uh, of, kicking. of of the special like, teams game. Yeah. Yes, for just the brand. For the brand. He. Yeah. I mean, Bucker's got like kind of a little quiet swagger to him, which I love. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, just to kind of wrap things up here, we, we got a few minutes left here. You know, let's talk about this injury bug that's been plaguing everybody. We have, I have a list of 13, Goodness. 13 yesterday, all yesterday, Yeah. of some of the top players in the game going down with injuries, three of which came from the San Francisco 49ers. Goodness, they just got Nick destroyed. Nick Bosa, the former defensive rookie of the year, possibly tore his ACL yeah. out for the season. Jimmy Garoppolo had a high ankle sprain out for a few weeks. Raheem Mostert feared MCL sprain. Might be out for the season, might be out for just a few weeks. Christian McCaffrey 
ankle sprain. Saquon Barkley, torn ACL, out for the season. Devontae Adams, hamstring injury. I'm not worried. He, I'm not worried at all about that. I think he'll be fine. I think think it was just cramping. Maybe he pulled something a little bit. He'll be fine. Devontae, don't worry about Devontae Adams if you have him in fantasy. He'll be fine. Drew Locke. Uh, that's Broncos un- that's quarterback, really shoulder injury. Uh, he left the he left the stadium in a sling. Yeah, that's really. I, I don't really, I don't know if it was a collarbone thing. He got hit hard. I was excited to see how he played year two, yeah. and I that's yeah. really disappointing. And now and now he might be out for yeah. the rest of the year. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, and I, I'm not gonna. This is really this is really sad that all this yeah. happened because these are great players. That, yeah, and I mean it, it it's it's sad because you know it's their people's livelihood. Yeah. They're, they're getting injured, but it's also just sad for the disappointing for the product of the game. Yeah, you're losing a lot of big names. Whether I mean you know, but I'm not going to say it surprises me because yeah. uh, we talked about this before. No preseason. No preseason. They you're had just no right as in. much as you can simulate a, a real speed yeah. NFL football game. You're nothing, not going to get the real thing. Nothing can give you the experience of playing a real NFL game. So to ask these guys who haven't played since December, January, yeah. maybe February, if you're lucky enough to be there, if asking them not to not play for yeah. however long, seven or eight months, and then walk right in. That's not going to happen. Gonna happen. I, I, and I'm surprised there yeah. weren't this many injuries week one. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised this came week two because, frankly, these guys, as much as they can stay in shape in the offseason, you oh, can't yeah. simulate a real football environment. So no preseason is really showing, I yeah, think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Paris Campbell, Colts receiver, carted off the field with a knee injury. I don't I don't have any more infor- information. I don't know if it's MCL, ACL. Yeah. Knee injury is, is all that I have there. Cam Akers. Rams running back has a I rib injury. Yeah. Malik Hooker, Colts safety, feared torn Achilles will be out Gosh. for the rest of the season. Cortland Sutton, who that's really disappointing. Broncos, too. Broncos receiver, number one guy right now. You know he was, he was the number one guy, and he he was feared to have an injury for the last few weeks mm-hmm. or for these first two weeks, and he left uh, with a knee injury and cramping. Uh, Tyrod Taylor went down with a chest injury, and I mean. You're bringing in Justin Herbert, so yeah. it wasn't. It, I don't want to say it was like the worst thing in the world because obviously that's just a terrible thing to say. Yeah. But I mean, it it worked out. Yeah. And hopefully Tyrod will be able to come back and be healthy because he's had issues in the past and everything. I hope he. I hope he can come back. And finally, Anthony Barr of yes. the Minnesota Vikings, who I will forever hate for reasons of uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, collarbone issues. He injured his shoulder. How ironic! Uh, so, how how ironic for him to for him to injure his shoulder. So, you know these these are big names, and the 49ers lost arguably you know their two best players with Jimmy. I'm not going to call Jimmy Garoppolo one of the best players on that team. No, he's not a best quarterback in the league. He's great at handing no. the ball off. No. Great that's that's all off. that he can do. He can yeah. just hand the ball off. Yeah. But these are the this is concerning mm-hmm. for the rest of the NFL. And hopefully, hopefully, you know Saquon will be able because that was just the big one because it he just got tackled. Yeah, and he got that thrown stuff out of is bounds. the scariest when and you don't see a big hit. Yep, and all of a sudden they're grabbing their leg. That even though he did get contact, it's kind of a non-contact. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, because you see what happened to. Like Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa twisted on it. Yeah. So hopefully Saquon will come back. Runner, like, first favorite for comeback player of the year. Yeah. So 
Well, thank thank you everybody for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Nate, any parting words here? No, I mean I got the Saints tonight. That's all I'll say. I got Saints the Saints over the Raiders. As well. Saints over the Raiders. Thank Raiders you all for stink. tuning in. Check out the show on Spotify. You can follow me on Twitter at Colin Settle. We have a Facebook page at Settling the Score. The show's Twitter is Score Settling. That's that's all that we got for you. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you next time.